What's up, everybody? Scott with Truezilla here with my friend Megan. Just us tonight on this one. Just wanted to tell you how you can come support the show real quick. Just go to truezilla.org forward slash donate. You got all the donation options there. Value for value. If you get any value out of the show, you can shoot it back that way. Um, or if you can't, you know, just recommend the show. You know, recommend the show to somebody. We're, we're blowing up, dude. Like, our numbers are going off the charts, and we really appreciate all the new listeners. Um, we know people are recommending the show. I mean, that's the only way that this show is getting out. So we really appreciate that. Um, you know, five-star rating on iTunes, like, helps a lot. You know, just a quick uh, subscribe button or whatever it is. You know, that stuff really helps our numbers, you know. And the more people that hear these shows, the more we're going to wake people up, and we're going to win this thing faster. Yeah. So <laughs> your ability to show the sh share the show is going to help us win this war faster. Really, that's what it comes down to. So anyway... But yeah, you guys, also, we've got some awesome shirts over at the shirt shop. If you're new to the show and you have not seen the Truezilla original t-shirts, oh my God, you're missing out. Truezilla.org forward slash shirts. Check them out. Super legit. Um, got some new ideas brewing, but yeah, anyway. So, on to our sponsors, uh, truthtrs.com. TruthTRS.com is a sponsor of the show. They offer uh, advanced TRS, which is a... Speaking of which, my package came today. Oh, I nice. Have, I have my whole shipment came nice. today. Yeah. Nice. It's a heavy metal detox spray. Yes. Okay, so you do it like twice a day, five sprays total, and it eliminates all the heavy metals out of your body, and you just feel like sharp. You do feel... It's... Like, it's crazy. Phenomenal. I, I, I don't know. Everybody in my family takes it. Um, it's... I, I even, we have a lizard that got sick and yeah, we hilarious. gave it to her. I've given it to one of my dogs. It's fantastic. Yep, yep. So Auto, autoimmune issues, you know, childhood vaccine injuries. Like concentration issues, yeah. memory, depression. Right. I'm just speaking for my own self. I have a daughter who struggles with certain things and I've noticed uh, a, a change even in um, and some of her behaviors and things yeah. that she struggles yeah. with. And I do believe that has to do with just the mental clarity. Totally. totally. So yeah, truthtrs.com to learn more. If you guys have any questions, you can reach out to us, reach out to us directly. I'm learning more and more about it every day and we're pretty accessible on social media. So you can reach out if you have questions or go to truthtrs at truthtrs on Instagram. You can hit them up there too, you know, so, um, good people. Anyway, uh, also Cody's crystals on Instagram, dude. Cody! Cody! What's up, Cody? Uh, he's got the coolest gems. Yeah. Uh, just like crystals. Like, I know he, I love it because, we, you know, we chat, we chat in the DMs and stuff. And he's like, oh, I can't wait to sit down and listen to the new episode and polish some crystals. I'm like, yes. That's Cody. Cody's legit. Cody's on the level. Yeah. He's an awesome friend of the show, man. Like, we couldn't be doing this. We wouldn't be able to do this without him. Seriously. So, um, at least go give him a follow. Go check yeah. out his live streams at Cody's underscore crystals on Instagram. Plural Cody, C-O-D-Y-S, underscore crystals. And let's see what else, you know, rockfin.com forward slash Truzilla. Yeah. That's blown up. Love that. Um, I think that's it, right? I think that's, that's it. That's it. All right, you guys. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Truthzilla. I am Megan sitting here with Scott. Hello. Our good friend Ed was not able to join us tonight. Yeah. We are incredibly honored and excited to welcome our guest today. He is a lifelong champion for human rights and has become one of the most powerful and heavily targeted and censored voices in America. He is CEO of the Urban Global Health Alliance and founder and CEO of the Freedom Travel Alliance. In collaboration with the Children's Health Defense, he helped produce the powerful and heartbreaking documentary, Medical Racism. Kevin Jenkins, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. We're so yeah. excited to talk yeah, to you today. So excited to talk to you. Like in preparation for this, you know, we've been uh, diving into your work. Um, you know, Ed saw you up at the uh, up in Salem. We're here in Oregon, so he saw you speak up there. Um, he took video footage of it and brought it back. He's like, you he was guys, so excited. We were all gathered around watching, yeah, yeah, and <laughs> like, you guys got we got to get Kevin on the show. And I'm like, yep. absolutely. So, so this has been a long time coming. So, just a lot of tremendous gratitude for you. So, you Tell know, I asked about him. Tell him I asked about him. Okay, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, will. he was so disappointed to miss this. I can't tell you. We will. So, um, you know, you are come back on. I'll come back on when he's back on totally wonderful totally. absolutely Perfect. um you know you're you're doing the deal man like you're boots on the ground like we try to try, try to think of ourselves as getting involved in the community as much as possible too but tell tell the folks like what you've been up to recently well this this year and a half has been absolutely amazing um when i got active in this fight about medical freedom um it was something that was brought to me without me realizing at the moment that this was happening to americans their medical freedoms were in jeopardy, their religious freedoms were in jeopardy, them all of the things that I thought that would never be in jeopardy for Americans to have 
informed consent, able to be able to protect their own bodies, body sovereignty. I was kind of stunned by it that elected officials around the country are working hand in hand with Big Pharma to take our rights away from us. But then as I moved forward in this narrative and I started working with groups all around the country, I started to see it was something bigger than just that. It was a complete hostile takeover of humanity. Mm -hmm. You know, it was an attempt to write the DNA of a rewrite the DNA of our faith. It was a, an, it's an attempt to be able to wipe out and do a coup on humanity. So I was absolutely just stunned, but I was always prepared for these fights as I grew up anyway. I come from a group of people that always worked in public service and understood what tyranny, tyranny looks like. So I started getting active. We built an institution, Urban Global Health Alliance. I think it's what we've done for that with that institution is phenomenal mm -hmm. within a year and a half. I've traveled all over the country. I traveled during COVID. I spoke for groups, uh, medical freedom groups from all around the country. And so when I started like really starting to understand the full complexity of the takeover of humanity, then I started ratcheting up, you mm -hmm. know, and say, okay, I'm going to go around the country and I'm going to talk about not just the black experience, but the human, human experience, mm -hmm. not just the human experience about what's happening and how it's happening and what we should do to fight back. And let's talk about not just the science, but let's talk about all the things that we know is happening. They're going to try to take our travel away. That's what they're trying to do now. Um, you know, track and tracing. That's what they did. Like All of the stuff that we talked about, all of the stuff that we knew happened. So we were preparing for this battle for a year and a half. So I haven't actually been home in almost two years. I come back and forth, but this is the longest. I think I've been gone for four months in a stretch. So, but it's important. It's important that we're out there. It's important that we're breaking the barriers so we can start communicating with each other, black, white, green, purple, orange. Hmm. It's not about race, it's not about class, it's about power and control. So it's my life now, you know, and I wear it, you know, with a badge of honor. Um, I think that I'm doing this more for the children, our children in the future, because if our children don't have a future, I don't have one. And if we turn around children to these people, shame on us. If we give up our freedoms, shame on us. If we give up the right to speak, shame on us. It's not them, it's us. We have to understand that. I'm not blaming them. They're doing what they were trained to do, annihilate, mm -hmm. trained to do, destroy, trained to do, take our power away. They were trained to do this. They've been working on this for almost a half a century. Yeah. And so while we were looking and Twittering each other and FaceTiming each other and you know, doing all this silly stuff, they was working to strip us of everything that we hold dear. You know, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I think that's where a lot of people are failing to recognize what's going on is because they feel like this is all just uh, a reaction and it's unfolding before our eyes as if it's like some, you know, we're reacting to a virus or reacting to all these things where people don't need to understand that this is like a very deliberately well-crafted thing. You know, they could have, there's all these different attack vectors that they could have chosen. You know, they could have chosen from the beginning food insecurity. They could have chosen, uh, you know, some sort of contrived war, false flag war type situation. You know, these are all different mechanisms that they've used in the past and are well within their tool book to use. They just chose the, the vaccine uh, medical apartheid game plan and now they're executing it. You know, and it's being executed in conjunction with all these other forces that are, you know, you know, big tech, big pharma. You know, this is all these are all collusive forces that are working together to uh, literally enslave us, enslave us. And, well, and well, you know, yeah, the finance industry, mm. the education cartel, big pharma, big tech and our government, which has failed us. I want everybody that's listening to this. The government that we finance, the government that we elect, the government that we form have abandoned us. They've chosen the other side. They've said that we have no value. The only value we have is to continue to keep empowering them. I mean, and as far as this virus is concerned, this virus is not natural virus, it's a man-made virus. So that means there's a crime that's been committed. So who's gonna pay for the who's gonna pay for the suicides? Who's gonna be held responsible? Who's gonna be held responsible for businesses closing up and never opening? Who's going to be responsible for the broken families? Who's going to be, uh, be responsible for the mass homicide of the human body? Who's going to be who, who's going to pay for this? Who's going to pay for the damage to our children? And I think we spend too much time bullcrapping. This was a crime against humanity. Yes. This is what it is. This is not a natural virus. It's been tinkered with. We know that now. So why are we still trying to manage this as a debate between scientists? No, 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 no. This is a, it shouldn't be a debate. This is a crime. And people have been harmed. And they're still perpetrating the crime. This variant is a joke. 
You know, listen, it's about inhaling God and exhaling fear. Mm. It's about finding your God courage. It's about getting connected to your God conscious. That's why we're in the trouble that we're in now. Because we forgot there's something greater than us that helped to create us to be able to live the life that we live. And that means to be free. And I can't believe as intelligent as some some of us are, we actually brought this nonsense. And I'm very hard about this. I'm not very nice about this. I'm not making up excuses for anyone. Because, see, when you spend your time making up excuses, they complete the job. The question is, we have to build the bridge to the future. The question is, we have to take this on, like we always talk about. This is our David thinking the Goliath moment. So what, what is our monument going to be? Scott, what is our monument? Is our monument, monument going to be a monument of failure mm. or victory? Because our ancestors, your founding fathers, my ancestors, they fought for this country. Yeah, absolutely. They sacrificed for this country. My black body was commoditized for this country. So what the heck are we talking about? So when you see black Americans on TV talking about, well, people that are not vaccinated should be put in concentration camps. They're modern day slave catchers. Yeah. They should be hunted down. Yeah. Do you understand that just 100 years ago, maybe 60, 70 years ago, I could not eat at a, uh, a counter because they said I was unclean. They said I brought disease. I mean, do you can can you just imagine a black person saying that? Well, if people are not vaccinated, well, no, we have to stop you with a, a, a experimental biologic that we should be held prisoner. Did, can, can you did you ever think in a million years that you would be hear that coming from people's mouths? It is medical apartheid. It is racist. That's racist. So the radical left. That's giving black people the impression that they're there to support Mm -hmm. them. No, black Americans have given up their power. Their power has been given up. They are the tools of the oligarchs. The only job that black Americans have in this country is to give wealth to other people and other groups over them. Mm. Period. And I'm black American. And this whole race narrative is bullcrap. Has nothing to do with race. Period. This is about saving humanity. This is about body sovereignty. This is about a right to be free. So when I hear all of this nonsense, it is absolutely ridiculous. And the mainstream media, we have to stop looking for that to tell us the truth because mm. it never will. And censorship, I don't understand why people are um, 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 applauding censorship. When they censor me, they censor you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've been down that road before. You know, we have, luckily, we have platforms like Rockfin, you know, that are that are supportive of what we're trying to do. Odyssey, Float. Um, these are like people who are friends of the movement who've started their own platform. So, you know, we're, although YouTube doesn't like us, you know, YouTube doesn't like us at all. We're fresh off a two week ban. And it's like, we're not even going to bother uploading our previous episodes because those are some of our best episodes these last couple of weeks. You know, Dr. Henry Ely, Dr. Paul Thomas, you know what I mean? Oh, like, Dr. Henry, that's my guy. Yes, I, yeah, oh, I know. Man. That's our guy now too, man. Like, holy <laughs> crap. That was like, like we were in tears after that. We one. were like, all like, of literally, us, yeah. like, literally. Uh, but that's you know my, what I mean? That is my dear friend. Yeah. So if YouTube doesn't want us, fine. We'll go elsewhere. You know, we we that's fine. You know, we'll build our own better. You know, not build back better, as Edo says. You know, I, I know that's what he would say right now if he was if he was here with us. So, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know. So one of the things too, you know, you touched on a lot of this, um, but and also uh, medical racism, the film, which I hope everyone goes and checks out, medicalracism.org, You know, in collaboration with Children's Health Defense, um, powerful movie. You know, a lot of what it talks about. And what you guys talk about in that film is the precedent, the precedent here, the precedent that's, that's, you know, the Tuskegee experiment, you know, they're, they're, they're just up to their old tricks again. Um, whether well, the Tuskegee experiment is absolutely the tip of the iceberg. Totally. Yeah. That was just the tip of the iceberg. The black body has been experimented on since the day we came into this country. And if you look at all of our chronic illness, it shows you right there in our community. Look at the autism rates, look at the mm-hmm. obesity rates, look at the asthma rates. Everything that's bad about health is connected to my community because we turned our bodies over to them. Holistic health was pushed out 15 years ago, 20 years ago in our community. I grew up in a holistic community. We understood holistic health. But the younger generation and after that, especially majority of our women, they have the worst autoimmune diseases on the planet. I mean, so the white coats have always been a terrible narrative for black Americans. And I can't believe black Americans would let me just I want to correct something. Everybody's under the impression that black Americans are running and taking the experimental biologic. That's mm-hmm. not true. Mm-hmm. That is not true. 
And that's why they're pushing so hard to get corporations to do it. And I'm telling everybody at home, and I know this might sound very harsh, if you turn your physical body over to your corporation that you work for, you are a slave. Now people are going to say, well, Kevin, I have to keep my job. Wait a minute. You're going to lose your job now. You know why? Because you are now under their control. So if you come to work and you're obese, you can't, oh, you can't work here. If you come to work and you're sick at any level, oh, you can't work here. So you're a slave. So instead of you fighting back and saying no and doing your due diligence and tracking down all of the people that are doing the work to help you, you just surrender because you're in fear. So your fear has caused you lifetime problems with your health. So I'm not here to make you feel good. Just say no. I know you think that's like very strange, but when you say no, now you have to say, this is why I'm saying no. Now you tell me why I should do this. Mm-hmm. So when you give your body over to the corporate community, the corporate titans, you are owned by them. You are a slave. I cannot say anything nice about that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like our children. I hear parents say all the time, oh, well, what am I going to do with my kids? Protect them. Yeah. Protect your children. Yeah. That's your lifeline into the future. Yeah, absolutely. See, I think we, we, we spend too much time trying to convince the low frequency people. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. I'm working for the high frequency people. That's my tribe. Now, you don't want me to come and talk to you anymore because I feel the way. That's fine. I don't want to waste my time anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, that's how we started the show with the idea of wanting to try and educate those that aren't enlightened, but it eventually turned into a place where we realized, okay, now we just need to empower the ones that are already here because, you know, this battle is raging, you know, we're in the battle, you know, as, as you, as you say, you know, people have picked their sides, you know, people have chosen their sides and, and, and right now we're, you know, I, I, I still think we're in the, I mean, we're in the majority according to their numbers. Last I checked, it's still 49% U.S. total vaccination rate. We are still the majority. And that's according to their numbers. And I don't believe that for a second. Dude. And I mean, their numbers, and you know what, Scott, their numbers are bogus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. And so, you know, huh. You know, one of the things you talk about too, I heard you mention it already is the idea of the modern day slave catchers, right? You know, trying to, to, um, you know, buy off or gain influence among people who could potentially be influential in whatever community it is they're targeting. You know, that just reminds me back to just the eugenics, Margaret Sanger, right? Their letters, Margaret Sanger saying like, we need to get uh, religious leaders in the black community to help perpetuate this message, you know? So again, back to just the old playbook. So you read the Negro Project? Yes, yes, we did a whole episode on, I think episode 15. Yeah, Margaret Sanger, Planned Parenthood, all that, yeah. Yeah. Did they take that one down? No, that episode's still up, by the way. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the algorithms didn't catch yeah, it yet. Algor- it won't yeah. be up forever, for it sure. It won't be up forever, for sure. Yeah, well, this show won't be up forever either. So I oh, it that. will be. Trust but me. No, I got to tell you, Margaret Sanger, Margaret Sanger did the same thing in the 1930s. She went out to the black communities and got the black bourgeoisie, the black political class, the black activist class, and she paid them all off to convince black Americans to abort their babies, which was mm-hmm. genocide. Yep. And black black Americans, Du Bois, Bethune, the Black AME Church, the Black Baptist Convention, they all took the money to kill their people, mm-hmm. their future. It's a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And- so Margaret Sanger is dancing in hell because we finally got him. She says we finally are completing the task. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same yeah. players. It's the same players. Like we can trace a lot of the original folks involved in the American eugenics movement to what we're seeing today. Absolutely. You know, whether we're talking about IBM, you know, IBM and their role in the Holocaust that's directly taken from the US American eugenics movement, you know, now they're involved in your neck of the woods, right? With the vaccine passport in New York, you know, that's, that's the, an IBM project, right? So it's <laughs> well, just I like... think that Cuomo did us a favor. I think they all did us a favor. Yeah. They did us a favor. Any restaurant owner that says you can't come into the restaurant, because you haven't shown your health status is a slave catcher. He mm-hmm. is he should be shut down. It's discriminatory. It's racist. It's a medical apartheid, mm-hmm. and it's medical racism. Period. Yeah. No one should go in, there. and anybody that's eating in there is not a friend of humanity. Totally. Right. Not a friend of anything. Totally. Absolutely. So I'm like, go in there and eat. Okay. What we're gonna do is we're gonna put a star on that door, <laughs> right, and say, don't go eat in there. Yeah. yeah. See, this is what I'm saying. We have to stop making up excuses. We need to go right to who these people are because they're going to come after us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
They're so brainwashed. She was like, oh, my God, if he's not vaccinated, I'm going to catch. No, I'm healthy. You're not. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. You can't dis- this is the first time in history where they actually lock- are talking about locking up the healthy just <laughs> so they can control your body, yeah. just so they can poison your body, mm-hmm. just so they can destroy your children, yes. just so they can destroy the sense of community, the sense of power. And we're still we're still trying to rationalize, intellectualize. It is right there in front of you. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, how do we convince these people that okay, so this this big pharma industry thrives off of you not being healthy? Like, do you think it's in anyone in any of their interest to make you as healthy as you could possibly be? Absolutely not. You know, it's just it's so transparent. So for those who have eyes to see it, you know, those who have eyes to see it is completely transparent. But you know, it's just shocking on a daily basis how people continue to fail to not see it. Like we're here in Oregon, it's just this constant daily thing like wow yeah like seeing the guys driving around with like all by themselves in the car with two masks on it's like you still don't get it and and they have their vaccine uh time stamp on their car both of them so that you can see they've received both their their vaccines yeah so so and they're masked you may not know about that so over here in eugene oregon what they do is they like i remember the first day it happened megan texts me because there's all these like like uh sharpies like what is it just just on the driver's side passenger door driver's side rear door yeah all these numbers written and she's like all these cars are driving around with these numbers written on the car. What is it? And like my immediately, I'm thinking like false flag, like some sort of false flag attack or something because like it's all these coordinated, okay, I'm supposed to do this at this time. It's super creepy. Anyway, come to find out there's a mass vaccination, mass vaccine vaccination site here. And when you pull in in your vehicle, they give you your shot and then they write on the window 15 minutes so that when you're allowed to leave, right? So then allowed to leave, allowed to leave. So then, of course, now you have people driving around town with that number, with their little virtuous. They're just they're all super so virtuous. virtuous. Like, look at me, with my little number. Now, if you think that's a level of virtue, wait till you hear this. So next, when now you're about two weeks later, you start to see all these cars driving around with their first number crossed out and the second number written on there. So now those are the ultra virtuous, the ones that have both of their shots, right? So you still see it right now, just they're driving around. Now that's that was like several months ago. So now if there's someone driving around still with those numbers on there, ooh, I, I have to bow before the most high, most virtuous of all. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so we, we never start to, we never start taking this too far off camera. Yeah, we just, yeah, yeah. we just really go into but it. It is, it's, it is really so frustrating. Um, the, the, the dissonance of all of it, the fact that there are so many, um, I always say that it's, it's scaled eyes mm. either at this point, people can see it because as you say, it's right in front of us, or they're simply not going to see it. And, and by and large in town here, we run into people who are not seeing it out mm-hmm. in public. I mean, I was in, uh, taking my kids to a public pool the oh, other yeah. day, an outdoor public pool, but to get to the outdoor area, you have to walk through a very small office area, which is like the size of my front room. It's very small. Um, But so when you walk through the doors, they now inform you that even though there's no uh, more state mandates for the mask, and even though a week ago at the pool, there was no mask mandates to walk into the door to pay, you must mask up at the counter and then walk the three foot out the door and take your mask off (laughs) to go swimming, to go swimming outdoors. And, and while I was there (laughs) though, I can't tell you how many three and four year olds I saw with parents with no masks on and their three and four year olds in the pool in masks. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Let me, let me say something to you. I want them to be held responsible for their kids, not me. Mm -hmm. So when your kids turn out where we know it's going to happen, don't, you don't get to cry. You don't get to say, oh, my God, what did I do? That's on you. I am to the point now that I can only be concerned about the high frequency people, yes. the people that are seeking God's consciousness, the people that are seeking God's face for the right answers, the people that are seeking God's courage. I mean, you know, really yeah. finding their God's mm-hmm. courage. We have to be singular focus about the fight that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. You know, on the issue of science, guess what? We've done a great job educating and giving power to people with the right information. So that's where we are. Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear us? I think it kind of broke up there for a second, but I think we're good. Um, So so we have to be, we have to have some clarity. We have to have some single focus, you know, about what we're doing. And we have to tell the truth to these people. We cannot be playing around. I don't play. I Mm -hmm. tell people, I've spoken to thousands of people across this country. And I say, I'm not here to make you feel good today. I'm here to tell you what's in front of us. And if we don't activate ourselves, if we don't get on, you know, some sort of get a deeper understanding what's before us, we're going to lose this battle. And shame on us because somebody had to fight for us. 
Somebody had to sacrifice for us. Somebody had to put their bodies on the cross for us. Yeah. And all we can do is sit around and every day I get up, I get these frightening stories from people. Oh my God, Cuomo's going to do this. Oh my God, Murphy's going to do this. I said, wait a minute, let me get this straight. We finance the government. We elect the government. We form the government. But they're telling us what to do. Right. That's illogical. Mm -hmm. No man, no government official, no CDC, no World Health Organization, no Rockefeller Foundation, no councilman, no elderman can tell me what to do with my body. Mm -hmm. No corporation either. If everybody walked out of these corporations right now, tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. Guess what? They'll be begging them to come back. Yeah. The unions have failed the public workers. The corporations now control our government. The education cartel has brought up all of the politicians with big pharma money. Think about this, guys. These are the people that we entrusted with our future. And they have told us one more time. I'm going to tell you what they have told us you have no value as a human being. And we are still trying to go negotiating with elected officials. Mm -hmm. The government has abandoned us. They they abandoned us. Mm -hmm. But we're still going in the building, Meg, trying to negotiate with a group of people that already have sold us out to the oligarchs anyway. Absolutely. Yeah, that's one of the debates we have on this end. Do you you feel like this can be won in the courts? Or is this going to take a whole just... Well, I think what's ha- what happened earlier on, there was a lot of bad court cases. I-, I do understand that because everybody said, look, the Constitution has some value, which it doesn't. Because we gave that power. We, They have erased the Constitution. They have erased the Bill mm-hmm. of Rights. Yeah. They have erased it because we've allowed them to ra- erase yeah. it. Absolutely. Because we didn't understand what the Bill of Rights was. We didn't understand what the Constitution was. We didn't understand it. We just said, oh, we have a Constitution. You can't do that. Oh, yeah, that's what they did. They did it. Oh, yeah. You know, one of the interesting things here, too, in Oregon, um, it's funny because Peace Health, which is big, I don't know if they have that in in other parts of the country, but Peace Health is one of the big insurance companies here in Pacific Northwest. Um, They just mandated uh, all their healthcare workers need to be vaccinated, need to be vaccinated. They just mandated it. You know, we've heard that, that story play out in Texas, you know, how that's played out. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Now, it's funny, in light of that, in response to that, uh, Come to find out, Oregon is the only state in the country, we just found this out, there was a 1989 law that says that healthcare, healthcare workers cannot be mandated to take vaccines. It's an old law, and apparently Oregon's the only state that has it. Well, I, you, but, but it's funny, but, but the funny thing about it is that, that and that, but all the news reporting is just that the news reported that, but they also said, oh, but they're just gonna do it anyway. They're gonna do it anyway. And then and, and Peace, Peace Health did not respond in, in response to our uh, inquiry as to why, how they're gonna get away with doing this, even though it's against the law. it's crazy well well i just got to tell you this though i think that it's time for people to say no yeah i think it's time for people to find their god courage all of the information is readily available for you Mm -hmm. i mean the variant all of the information on the variant is there is bullcrap Mm -hmm. everybody knows COVID was weaponized politically to do exactly what it did destroy society break society down we've been primed for this for a long period of time Right. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of us like you and myself and Meg, we know what's going on. So it's going to be left to us to save the planet. Yeah. It's going to be left to us to be able to save our children. Yes. I'm not expecting everybody to do that because a lot of people were slaves all along. Even some of your friends that you used to oh. share drinks with and eat oh, yeah. dinner with, they never shared your values. It was all a lie. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. We've seen Macy, a lot now of- you're part of my new tribe. I don't care. I, I could care less about an old friend. You're not my friend. Man. Like, you know, Please. Yep. You're a slave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I call them what they are. My friends say, I say he's a slave. Wow. And so the entertainment class, the black intellectual class, the black um, media professionals, they've all sold out their group. Absolutely. And history is going to be horrible towards them. Mm-hmm. I hope so. You know, I mean, that's, that's, the, that's, oh, the no, no. Let me tell you something. Yeah. You no, know, let me tell you something. Yeah. One thing is supreme. The balance of the universe, they will be dealt with. Absolutely. Yeah, as as Dr. Ely says, you know, we've already won this thing. We've already won this thing. You know, I have a feeling that 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 is so true. Like the this the the zeitgeist out there, I feel it. It's like this static energy. I feel like there's just an awakening that has yeah. already happened, 
you know? And I think so many seeds have been planted, even the most lost of them all has to still be, in the back of their mind has to be questioning something. Like this doesn't seem right. This doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. You know, we talk about how they don't have discernment. Like there's a lot of folks that are in this battle that don't have discernment. And that's probably the biggest weapon that they've been, you know, taken to such a low vibrational level that they're not even able to discern their surroundings and right. tell what's going on, you know? Whereas, you know, that's part of the frustration. Like I'm over here, like, you know, we're, 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 we're making our preps. We're building our local freedom cell community. Like we're, we're doing things like actively to try and sustain whatever's coming. And some people are just oblivious. Like how could we, there be such two separate distinct realities, you know? Well, it's, 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 it's I mean, listen, look at history. That's always been the case in history. Yeah. There's always been a small group that, that saves the planet. You know, yeah. it's always been a small group, you know, it's never been the, you know, the masses, the masses, majority of the people around the world, they're slaves. But look, look what's happening mm. in London. I mean, look what's happening. At, people are fighting back. Yes. You know, this country, for some apparent reason, is still under some spell. It is a spell. And I'm going to tell you why. is because January the 6th, when those patriots mm. went down there and wanted to, you know, protest in front of the White House or march, whatever you call it. There were some bad actors, right? Mm -hmm. But guess what? We don't know who those bad actors were. But the majority of the people that were there were there because they loved the country, because, of course, they wanted to support whoever they wanted to support as president. Mm -hmm. But they didn't go down there uh, to burn down the White House. It's their building anyway. Right. It's not the elected officials' building. It's the people's building. Right. And what they did is they demonized them. What they try to do to people like us is they try to demonize you, dehumanize you and destroy you. Totally. That's what they do. They, that's, that was, that's what COINTELPRO did. Yep. That's what this government is doing right now. And they're trying to scare you from dissent. Yes. And every time we don't dissent, every time we comply, we die. Yeah, comply to comply, to comply is death. And so right? they, use, yeah. they use January 6th. Imagine they're using the government to go around locking up American citizens as if they were terrorists. Mm -hmm. Right. So this is what I do when I give my speeches now. I add kind of I add things to it as I go around. I make everybody stand up. I make everybody raise their hands. And I say I want everybody in this audience to know that you are now a terrorist. Mm. Yeah. There you right. go. Raise your hand. Terrorist. Bring it. You're a terrorist because you believe in God. Yeah. You're a terrorist because you believe in family. Yes. You're a terrorist because you believe in body sovereignty. You're a terrorist because you dare want to even think that you have the right to breathe. You're a terrorist because you like the flag. You're a terrorist because you love God. Yeah. I say now, they have made you, American citizens, the people that finance the government, the people that form the government, the they have made us terrorists. Now, if you're healthy, you're a terrorist. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. It's such a threat to their program. Mm -hmm. Those few of us that they want us to believe are the few of us that really aren't that, you know, we're not sick. Uh, we're not sick from a vaccine. We're not dying from a vaccine. That's a huge threat to the people, to the organization when they have, when the people who have taken it that are so sick are looking around them and saying, this didn't have to happen to me. Hey, wait, I don't have to do this to my kids. Hey, wait, let me let me talk to my aunt and my uncle because what happened to me doesn't have to happen. And I do think in all of this, um, this kind of global awakening that seems to be happening, because we have people even in Saudi Arabia that listen to the people that, you know, have important things to say on this platform. Mm -hmm. um, I feel that there's a seed in all of us that have awakened and what whether we awoke at some point during this COVID pandemic or whether it was 10 years ago or 20 years, whatever point it was, it seems to me that there is a seed that was intentionally placed in those of us that are aware by God and that he is using those seeds to create uh, his his warriors. These are warriors. We I never expected I would mm -hmm. sit in front of a microphone and that I would be considered to be a warrior that needed to be shut up and censored and taken down and threatened you're and all of the things. You're a huge threat. This he, one here, <laughs> with her mouth, dude. She, 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 I get a little mouthy. She, no, it's in a great. I mean, that is an yeah, absolute no, compliment. Yeah, she, yeah. She's she's a ballistic weapon over here, dude. Um, but I but I do feel that you know God is He's raking the earth and He's drawing the people where they need to be. He's drawing us together to each other from all walks of life, from all different experiences, from all different backgrounds. It doesn't matter. We are all on this same path, and that is the light. That is the encouragement, and and we know. Uh, God's place in this. We know that he's in control and we know that we win in the end. 
Um, and what I said, we, we did uh, a Freedom Festival here mm -hmm. just a weekend ago. And mm -hmm. what I said was, you know, the reason why I've, I'm terrified to sit in front of this microphone uh, Scott would tell you maybe if he, no, he probably wouldn't. He's so sweet. But, um, you know, for many months when we first started this podcast, I would nearly be in tears and often was before we would start recording because of my nerves, because I was so, um, maybe afraid to say the things out loud that, that I was saying because of the pushback, because I have small children. My, you know, I've been threatened multiple times, threatened even by people in my neighborhood. You know, it, it has gotten ugly. And I, and I finally did just think, you know what? God gave me this mouth from you know the foundations of the earth you know i think psalm 139 says all my all my days were in your book before one of them came to be mm. and i have no doubt that me sitting in front of this microphone as nervous as i was all of my life experiences traumas strengths have stri strengthened me to the point and all a lot of people are in their own ways finding these strengths um, to be able to speak up because for me it had to do with my children i have six children that three of them are grown-ups now and three of them are not grown-ups and i need to leave something behind for them that is hopeful that is a future that is a chance to thrive and be healthy and well i could not sit down and be silent and just kind of keep it under wraps in the family that just i couldn't allow that to happen and what i said at the festival was that we are planting embers for fires that we may never see mm. um, and we're doing that to, to blaze a path forward for the future generations to come and all of us fighting this battle are doing that yeah yeah you're absolutely right that was beautiful you're absolutely correct and from a mother too that's even what that's even more wonderful you know women you know they're the guardians of life and you know it's very interesting i see a lot of young ladies walking around now and i'm saying to myself what are you doing like are you paying attention that not only are your bodies under assault, but your child under assault. Yeah. And I see a lot of mental illness. I'm not talking about people that are naturally just mentally ill because of things that are happening with them. I'm talking about a deep mental illness that people are just unplugged. And I tell you, I think the reason why is because they're not connected to anything greater than themselves. Agreed. Mm -hmm. They lost their God. Con when you lose your yeah. God consciousness, that's it. It's so like you fall victim to anything. Absolutely. They're empty vessels. And so they can be indwelt. They can be under demonic influence and they can also be indwelt by demonic entities. And and the same th same thing that you said, that they're looking for um, dehumanizing. They're looking to destroy. This is what those types of entities do. And oftentimes, and I think one of the hugest amount of cognitive dissonance that we come against as a people fighting this is that we are projecting often the, the people who are just awakening and especially those who are not awakened at all. They're projecting their human qualities onto people who are human by looks, but not truly human by the makeup of their spirits. Mm. And so what excites those people who we're projecting our goodness onto, we're projecting our human qualities and our traits and the things that are wonderful and lovely, we think, well, nobody could possibly do that. Certainly there can't be anything this evil. Surely, you know, and mm -hmm. I think that that is the huge dissonance is that's what we need to remember is who we are is not who these handful are. The, we are the elect. They are not. They are the enemy and the mm -hmm. enemy. And I was thinking this today, too. You know, Satan is the the author of confusion, of chaos, of fear. What are we going through? Confusion, chaos, fear. And we can trace all of these things back up. And uh, anyways, I, I go I'll go too well, no, long on this. Know, but no, but you know, listen, I love this conversation because I, I like to have conversations as opposed to these speaking in language that people really basically don't understand. At the end of the day, we're in a fight for it all. We're in a mm -hmm. fight for the very essence of our soul. Yes. You know, and that's what this is really all about. And, you know, if it's medical freedom, if it's the Constitution, if it's body autonomy, body sovereignty, if it's the right to breathe, if it's the right to love, if it's the right to own, right? There's a group of people out there that said, no, 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 no. You don't get to live. You don't get to live the way God wanted you to live. I'm mm. your new God now. I'm your new God, mm. and I'm going to tell you what to do. Yeah. You can't live unless I give you permission. Right. You can't travel unless I give you permission. Take, think about that. I'm going to take the very thing that helps you evolve as a human being, which is independence and, and, and power. I'm going to take everything that God gave you, and I'm going to strip it away from you. Yeah. And you have people, and this is why I don't feel sorry for the other people. Like, no, 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 no. You're on that side. Yeah. I'm here to build a new army 
for the new future that we are working for. That's why when we created Freedom Travel Alliance, we started planning solutions immediately. So we knew travel was going to be an issue. So we created Freedom Travel Alliance. Go on freedomtravelalliance.com. We knew that health was going to be a real critical discussion. So we created, you know, the Urban Global Health Alliance. And then I hit the road. I hit the road. I spoke in maybe 20, 20 state houses and talked to legislators all around the country. And I walked out of there and said, none of these people are here to support us. Mm. They already sold out to Big Pharma and Big Tech. They already took their five, their 30 pieces of silver, and they have abandoned us as human beings. They have abandoned our families. They have abandoned our communities and the corporations. Now we knew the corporations had some control. Now we know without a shadow of a doubt, they control our government. Yeah, yeah. Oh, without a doubt. And they care, they care nothing for, and I know we've said this over and over, and you've said it before too, that you know they care nothing about us they as sovereign beings. Yeah, they, they, that's true. They hate us. The wickedness about that is they hate the sovereignty. They that's the whole idea behind the the uh, the dehumanization to make us be less and less. And that's the the one size fits all medicine. The one size fits all you know put us into boxes and categories and stripping our spirituality and stripping our creativity and stripping our ability to have our own family dynamics and to interact in beautiful and pure ways together because they keep planting this division and lighting these fires that that are exist because they are doing it mm -hmm. um and well, and i'm oh, sorry god is great because you're now a part of my tribe i didn't know you isn't god listen <clears throat> bob marley says something you know how me and dr hilly really became good friends we were trying to find each other and one day we was on this call and i see this guy on the screen the first thing i paid attention to before he opened up his mouth that he had Bob Marley on the wall. Mm. I said, ah, I said, okay, he's a deep thinker, right? And so we got on the phone and we've been friends ever since. I said, that was the first thing because see, what's in your space, what's on your walls, what comes in your mouth, I pay attention to. And see, if you listen to Bob Marley, he said something, you know, there's something mystic in the air. Mm -hmm. Some will die, don't ask me why, but God will straighten it out. There's something mystic in here. There's something unique happening in this time. I don't know if you've been looking to the sky. I've been on the road, Montana, or Idaho, Iowa. I've been everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I'm always looking at the sky. Yeah. And lately, I've just been looking at the sky. And I'm like, why am I looking at the sky so much? Because I, every time I see the sun rising and the sun descending, right? Every time I see the moon push up, you close out the evening. I'm like, wow, that is beautiful. That is God speaking to yeah. us. And it's with such clarity. I don't know if you've been watching it. The sun has just such clarity. Mm -hmm. So I believe that God is correcting the universe for our big victory. But we have to stand up for ourselves. Yes. When people use the word empower, I'm like, well, wait a minute. I don't need you to empower me. I have power. already. When people say Black Lives Matter, I say, wait a minute. I don't even understand what that is. I believe Black Lives have value. You know, when people say, oh, well, you know, you just have to get along to go along. No, I said, no, no, that's not how I was raised. Mm -hmm. I was raised to have to own my life, to own my voice, to own my space, to own my community. I don't even understand the logic of surrendering myself to a group of people that don't see that I have any value anyway. They don't think I have value anyway. So when you see all of these people out here talking about Black Lives Matter, I'm like, well, what in the hell? is that black lives have value mm -hmm. see when you say value megan that that's something different yeah. when you say matter that's like you asking for permission to exist mm -hmm. right yeah and you're not fighting for me you're not fighting listen they have bastardized the word jim crow and social justice mm. and you know equality they're bastard that those words mean nothing anymore because the, the radical left has distorted it so much that it's lost the importance of history, the historical importance of what it was. So now when we use these words, oh, new Jim Crow, what in the hell are you talking about? That Jim Crow has nothing to do with, I'll give you an example. I'm going to give you a perfect example. So I've been, in, I've been in politics all my life. I know that people can steal elections because I've seen people steal elections. We're not stupid people. But to suggest that Black Americans don't have the ability to have an ID yeah. and do signature verification. Yeah. That that represents Jim Crow. It's, it infuriates me that they would even connect that 
again, and let me tell you why, why I'm saying that. When black Americans were murdered, when they tried to vote, they were voting for their group to do what? Rise, raise up their group to be equal citizens in this country so they can live what? Free. Free. So when you hear a black guy on TV or Joe Biden talking about the new Jim Crow, I want to spit up. It has, mm -hmm. This has nothing to do, voters, voter, vote integrity has nothing to do with uh, um, um, Jim Crow. Mm -hmm. I tell you why. Because I've been voting all my life. I take my ID and vote. They verify my signature. I go in the booth. But the problem is now, guess what? When you really deal with voter integrity, why can't I go in and know that my vote is protected? So you're harvesting votes. Now I'm a black man talking to you like this now. Mm -hmm. They're harvesting votes. They're cheating now because the machines that they use, they can do it. You know why? Because I've been in the inside all my life. I know how they do it. So when you see black Americans out there talking about, oh, this is the new Jim Crow and poor people don't know how to vote. When they go to the bank, they got ID. When they get on the plane, they got ID. If I leave um, tickets at the um, will call for you, you got to show your ID. When you go to the airport, right, you got to show your ID and your um, your license. Two, I think it's two forms or one form. Yeah, you go get a pack one. of cigarettes. You need ID, right? Yeah. So, but they're saying that because they want to play the victim card for Black mm -hmm. Americans. I'm not a damn victim, mm -hmm. and I'm not a slave. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So when you hear this language out there, it's scary to me because I'm like, wait a minute. When black people hid in the in the forest, in the woods to go vote, check this out. They were going to vote to better their lives and better our lives. So how do you, how could you compare that to this right now? Say, so, oh, poor people, they won't know how to get to the polls. Oh, poor people, well, who are they talking about? And it's the same thing with this whole COVID thing. They were targeting poor black people from day one. Yeah. They were targeting seniors from day one. They were targeting our children from day one. They knew it. This is mass genocide, mass murder. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely it is. And what they did to our seniors was even, it was what they did to our elderly, people are gonna pay for that. Yeah. So now, You've had several hundred doctors on your show saying the same thing. They know it like the back of their hands, yeah. right? But I'm saying something different. We know it to be true. We understand it. Now it's time to take action. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? It's time no, for action. Yeah. It's time for action. It is. Because you can, you can spend another year talking about the variant. We know the variant was, they knew, we knew that last year. We know track and tracing last year. We know COVID was a scam last year. We know this was weaponized by, you know, the World Health Organization, Bill Gates, Fauci. Fauci is a mass murderer. This is not the first time he's done it. Right. Yeah. Right. So what are we talking about here? Now, if I'm lying, if I'm lying to you, I wouldn't be on the Disinformation 12 list. Think about that. I only had 818 friends on Twitter. Maybe 3,000 some of my friends on Facebook. I think I might have 6,000 friends on Instagram. I must be a bad guy. I mean, think about that. And they said that 12 of us control 62% of misinformation and nobody's ever told us what the misinformation was. Actually, I wear it as a badge of honor. Okay, you know, that's one of the questions I was gonna have. You know, I wanted to, wanted to bring this up in the conversation at one point. I don't wanna necessarily put it in the introduction because I know you know, we're, 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 we're focusing on the positive here, but I was really curious because I know a lot of the people in the medical freedom movement, a lot of people in the truth community, when, when you know, Jen Psaki in the White House are talking about the disinformation dozen, we're all looking at each other like, we're not on that list, dude. What what, what else is it going to take? Why do I get on that list, dude? So we're all kind of like envious. We're like scheming. Okay. Like, how okay. do we just... But but I was really curious as to like what your take on it. Like, do you see... You, like, that was going to be my question. Is it a badge of honor or is it a source of frustration? Because I no, think... actually for me understanding what they have tried to do to all people like you and me. They try to dehumanize us, criminalize us, and destroy us. And these are the same methods that the Nazis use, yeah. the same methods that they use in COINTELPRO. Mm -hmm. And I know the history. I'm, well, I'm very well versed in my totally. history. I'm grounded in my blackness, but I am an American. I happen to be black American, but I am an American. My ancestors died for that flag. Mm -hmm. They fought in every war in spite of the horrors that they came through in this country. 
My ancestors came in the bottom of the ship across the Atlantic. And then to be free, they had to cross over another pool of water, another river to be free. But when they crossed that river to be free, they came back to free the rest of us. America is better for it, for what they've tried to do to change this country. So when you turn your back on the flag, you're turning your back on my ancestors. But you don't get the right to do that. See, if you know history, you know to stand firm and understand that. So for me, not only did I take it as a badge of honor, because I understand the history, I saw this coming a long time ago. Mm -hmm. So it's not the disinformation 12, it's the disinformation billions, Mm -hmm. because billions of people are listening to us. It's not misinformation, Ah, it's the truth. It is the truth. So it's not 12 people, it's 12 billion people globally. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I love that. That's perfect. Disinformation. Billions. You guys are all part of the disinformation. So now I feel included. Everybody's a part of it. Now I feel included. I feel good now. (laughs) But just think about that, though. Yeah. Think about that. Just think for one minute. A black guy from New Jersey. I've been doing great work all my life. I think I have a great body of work, Mm. you know? And um, I understand how this game is played. I understand the system. But really, guys, I don't have a million followers. I don't have 2 million followers. I'm a, I'm a business guy. I'm a developer. I'm, I've worked in communities all my life, right? My family's helped to build cities, not destroy cities. They help to build and, and give power to humans, not tell them they're empowered. You already have the power. I've done this all my life. So I understand how this is played. So when they did that to me, I was like, oh, I'm going to have fun with this. Yeah, totally. So I just... I've been watched all my life. You know, you, listen, if you live on this planet long enough and you're speaking any truth, you're gonna always be watched. That's okay, but we should be breaking that government. We should get. You should be getting rid of that kind of government. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what it that's is. What man. I, think, I was gonna say. I was just gonna say. Like, I think that's what it is. You know, I, regardless of whatever, how many followers they perceive or you actually have, it's just that your voice is so powerful and your message is so clear and you're fearless, and and that scares them to death. You know, that really does. Like, let me tell you why they're scared of me. So can I tell you the truth? Absolutely. Yes. The truth, Zilla, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. They're afraid of me because I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I was in Chicago on the corner, if I was in Newark on the corner with a bullhorn, they wouldn't pay me any attention. They wouldn't pay me any attention. You see, but I'm articulating a new world with you. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. Yeah, absolutely. It that's is. the problem that they have. I'm not talking to Bertha Johnson. I'm talking to Meg and Scott in Oregon. Yeah. 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 I'm talking to Miss Johnson in Iowa. I'm in the mountains in, in Montana. I'm in Arizona. I'm in Alabama. I'm in Colorado Springs. I'm in Colorado. I'm in Denver. 56 cities, 35 states, and I'm not going to stop. Mm-hmm. So I don't need Facebook. I don't need that. I don't need Twitter because I'm going direct. The power of my voice is retail. Yeah. I don't need you. I don't need to come on any show because once I finish, everybody's going to know who we are anyway. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh. Well, think about that. I mean, what do I need to it? Why? I mean, but, oh, you're not on Facebook? Absolutely not. And never going back. Mm-hmm. Never thinking, I only had 3,000 friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, one of, so Kevin, you know, as we're winding, kind of winding down here, there was one thing that I really wanted to, I was, I was personally curious about, and I've heard you talk about the COINTEL Pro. We haven't really done a whole lot of deep dive on the COINTEL Pro on this show. You know, I, I know, uh, I'm sure our listeners have a bit of a familiarity about it, you know, about the infiltration of the civil rights movement and the co-opting, you know, and how it was like steered towards violence, provocateur action like that, you know, and I know that you're on the front lines, your boots on the ground. You're probably involved in many, many, many organizations, like, like kind of grassroots activist type of groups. And I was just curious, have you seen anything like that personally or things that would lead you to believe that possibly we're dealing with provocateurs or we're dealing with feds oh, or dealing with anything like that from your experience? All of them. They broke the back of the black community. They destroyed all of the black organizations that were about giving power to blacks, dealing with the issues of economics, dealing with the issues of education, dealing with the issues of ownership. You know, and the people that helped them to do that were black Americans that looked like me, selling them yeah. garbage as hope. Yeah. They are the worst people on the planet. Yeah. They are. And you know what? COINTELPRO never stopped. Listen, yeah. before Martin Luther King was assassinated, he was the most hated man in America. Mm-hmm. Think about that. They said he was the most evilest person on the planet. 
Same thing with Malcolm X. Same thing with the Nation of Islam. NAACP never mattered. They were always co-opted. They don't. They don't represent black people. They represent the oligarchs. Yeah. Right. So all of the groups that were really doing things to bring some life back to their communities and bring dignity back to their communities and break themselves away from the welfare system of destruction. Right. Yeah. They all destroyed them because the government infiltrated them with people that look like me. Yeah. Well, that should tell you everything you need to know about what we're seeing now in the historical context. Like if Martin Luther King was the enemy, public enemy number one, folks, what do you think is going on right now? What do you think is going on right now? It's the same exact thing, you know, yeah. like um, it's the inversion of yeah. what is good is played as evil and what is evil is turned as good. And, it's, and we've seen it in so many aspects of that we've seen it. Uh, art perverted. We've yeah. seen education perverted. We've seen sexuality look perverted. Look at, say something. look at the arts community yeah. dead on arrival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Entertainment class, you should cut that nonsense off. Yeah. They don't know what they're talking about. Right. You got Spike Lee walking around here with a mask, modern day slave culture. Yeah. You got D.L. Hoogley talking about, oh, well, it's like smoking marijuana, taking an experimental biological. He's a <laughs> fool. The athletic, the athletic community, if you're listening to them, you got a problem. Yeah. They know nothing. Yeah. And These they false idols. Their mask. These false they represent idols. their masters. That's what they represent. Yeah. Yeah. Now put any one of them on this show with me and it will shut their mouths. They'll be quiet. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I love that. I love that idea. You know, we were talking, who we were talking about Dr. Lee with that, I think about having some sort of like public forum debate for fundraising, like a fundraiser. Like I feel like you, Dr. Ely, like these voices, like they wouldn't stand a chance. Like Dr. Fauci, why don't you put your money where your mouth is and have a debate? Let's all, you bring your science and we'll bring ours. Yeah. Any day of the week. Well, Fauci, come on this show. It. Fauci, right now I'm calling you out right here. Choose a little podcast. You come here, you bring your science, we'll bring ours, okay? We'll have a moderator. Well, you know what, here's the yeah. problem. Yeah. Here's the problem with that. They know we won the science argument. Yeah. They know that. Yeah. Now we have to change the science argument to the criminal argument. Okay. Yeah. They are criminals. See, we have to start. We have to start using that language. These people are criminals. They are war criminals. That's what they are. Yeah. You know, we have to stop playing around in that space of language. I, they are war criminals. A couple of the other podcasts that I've heard you do, I know that you've talked about that, like the focusing on language and changing the language, and that really, really did hit a chord with me because that is so important. And you know, you mentioned something about like America being under a spell, all of these different words that are used and the way that words are perverted and twisted and a definition a year ago is not the definition now. It is really important for us to rename things and to use words that are going to hit people in an area of their brain that hasn't been fully covered over with all of the propaganda and they're just hearing the same things and so war criminals you know all of these different things because that is literally the absolute truth these these are crimes against humanity it's not just crimes against america this is crimes against humanity and they've come after our children and that should terrify every single person on this planet they've come for our children meg i see a family i have to go into another podcast but i saw a friend listen this is what's strange to me it's just very strange i I see a family i haven't been in new jersey in a long time but i came home and i went to go outside um i think to get something that um, somebody delivered and i saw this really nice family and they probably are very nice people he was walking doing a walk with his kids with the mask on wow and I'm saying to myself, it would only take you one good search to tell you that the mask doesn't protect you from it. Yep. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. But they're, yeah. But I, I mean, what they're doing to their children, we're putting the mask of shame on. Yeah. It's going to have horrifying effects Terrible on effects. our children. This, yeah. Now kids don't run out of the house. Oh, mommy, give me my mask. In a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mommy, I want to go play with my friends. Please give me the, the, uh, the injection of death. And the mother sister saying, oh, he can't play with his friends. No, he can't play with them. My parents would have never done. My parents would have never allowed me to turn my body over or do something to trigger something that would create despair for me. Absolutely. We're responsible for our children. Yes. We're yes. responsible for their happiness. Yes. I want to see their smile. They're saying that our kids are directly responsible for people dying. And what? And all mm. of these radically left, all of these left wing, they're crazy. Yeah. Their brains have been cut off 
decades ago. So yeah. don't even worry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Absolutely. Kevin, Guys, thank you so much. Do you have, time, you. Do you, do you have so time to tell listeners where to find you and follow up with you at all? Yes, you can follow find me at um, urbanglobalhealthalliance.com. And please come and join us at Freedom Travel Alliance. It's growing very quickly. Become a member. You got it. It's just wonderful. Yeah. And I love you. Thank, Thank you, Kevin. So love very you too. Much. Have a great night. Bye bye. Boom. That was a good one. Damn. You killed it. You you made you gave him chills. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. One of the things that I I guess I just wanted to bring up at some point during this yeah. podcast. Um, Let's those just of go. you Let's that, just go. yeah, so yeah, yeah we'll going. just keep going. So yeah, yeah. one uh, of the things, the, the medical racism, uh, documentary, yeah. one of the, the, you know, they go over all of these different uh, atrocities that have been yeah. uh, by the pharmaceutical companies onto the In black Africa population. Absolutely. Um, but one of the good. ones that, uh, for me and, and just, because I'd never heard of it and it just really, uh, I guess it still has been, I, I watched the the documentary earlier with my with two of my kids and it's still just resonating with me there is i believe it was kenya so if anyone's mm. watching this and i'm incorrect uh sorry but in kenya um in 2014 so one of the things that that i feel like that i've had some pushback or people saying well yeah all these uh pharmaceutical companies that have had all these crimes and they've done all of this damage and they have all these lawsuits and all of these settlements and all of this shady shit oh that was long ago Mm. You know, that's what people mm. are. That, that's the argument. Oral polio, dude. Right. Yeah. But that's the argument. That's like the distance. Like, oh, that was then. But in that documentary, they point out that in 2014, which was lit. Hey, I'm in my 40s, but that was yesterday. Yeah. 2014 wasn't, yeah. you know, 1930. Yeah. You know, that was not very long ago. And in Kenya, uh, the World Health Organization, okay, not just one pharmacy, the World Health Organization, um, under the guise of giving one million women of childbearing age uh, the tetanus oh, yeah. vaccine, yeah, yeah. put a secret ingredient in that sterilized all one million of those mm -hmm. women. You think that was an accident? No, they no, <laughs> because now they they came out with all the documents. So oh, this, yeah. they they knew what they were doing. Yeah. This is the World Health Organization 2014, and who do we know that's in, at the head of the World Health Organization well, right now? Bill He's Gates. Like, Bill Gates. At one point, when Trump defunded the World Health Organization, he was the number one funder, right? So we were talking about Bill Gates, yeah. Right, and yeah. then so, and then who is the monster over at the head of the UN? He's the genocidal maniac. Well, there's that he's, Tedros guy. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. not even a doctor. Yeah, he's not even a doctor. Yeah, right, no, so, yeah. I mean, these are just like the No, wait, the wait, wait, that's the, was that World Health Organization? Is, is he Because I wanted to say it was WHO. Uh, it's the WHO or the UN, but my mind is scrambled. Same, same, okay. same thing, same thing. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're talking about these people who are in charge of what, you know, the majority of people are saying, like, they, they care about the global health. They care about our public health. They fucking murdered oh, everybody yeah. in their own countries. These aren't even doctors. Yeah. The World Health Organization in 2014 sterilized one million women. <laughs> yeah. And the only reason why they didn't fucking stick a secret ingredient to murder them is because that would have been too, too overt. Too obvious. Too obvious. They gotta so do those, just, they gotta they do just make pockets. sure that they murdered any chance of them to ever carry life beyond their own. Yeah, but they do do little pockets of murder. They'll, they'll pockets dish it out. of they'll, murder. They'll, they'll, they'll dish this it is out. the pockets of murder episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna call this episode the disinformation billions. I like I that like one. It. I like that okay. one. Either that one or a coup on humanity. I don't know. We'll see. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Like, like, dude, I don't even know you guys. Like that well, was powerful. Very powerful. powerful. You know, I, I, I'm so honored and blessed, man. What yeah. the heck? What the heck? Like one of the most dangerous men in America, right there. And no, we just sat it. there and talked with it. him, smiling face it. to face. I love it. I have like a rush. Now, how is he the bad guy? How are we the bad guys? You're a terrorist. Why are we the terrorists? This makes no sense, you know, but you know what? Fine. Fine, fine, fine. I accept it with You know what? You know, okay, so, you know, I got to say this because Kevin is all about, like, not being polite, not being nice about this, you know? Now, we talked about this, Scott. we're not. We're done with this. We're done with this, all right? All of you. All of you out there with your stupid little mask mandates, all your stupid little mask vaccination shit, forcing vaccinations, you're a bunch of fucking demonic pedophiles and you need to be stopped right now. Pedophiles, all of you, or pedophile adjacent, right? They're we'll pedophile like, adjacent, Pedophile adjacent I'll demons. give you that. You're all a bunch of pieces of garbage that need to be dealt with, with intellectual warfare. Challenge you all to a debate. Come here and debate me right now. I'll, I'll t take any single one of you. What do you got? I Doctors, would love to do that, actually. Lawyers, I don't care. I don't care what you care. You think your credentials are. All you little Twitter, Twitter freaks, you know, bring it on camera right now. But we're but we will have a civil discussion because civil discussion. we'll blow it out of the water yeah. with civility because yeah. our the facts and the truth and the 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 spirituality behind all of it is with you can't, us. You can't you can't even get past stage one. Stage one is like, do you have the right to do things to my body? No. Then get out of here. 
I don't care about another damn word that you say. Get out of here. Like your your own words. My body, my choice. What happened to that? Okay. Yeah. I don't even care. Well, you're it, done. It you're done. If you're a terrorist, that doesn't apply to you. Oh, okay. That's so what it so is. so that I it moved... only accounts if you're murdering uh, babies. Yeah. We talked about that too. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's my body, deal. my choice only applies if you're murdering babies. That's but that's it. okay. You know. Oh <sighs> my gosh. <sighs> All right. Well, we sure miss Ed here tonight. Yeah, uh, the next you. time we will, he said he'll come back and we'll do it with Ed. Yeah, exactly. We'll, exactly. Do, we'll do uh, part two. Yep, yep, yep. All, All right. right, everybody. That was Kevin Jenkins. Please go and find him. Such an amazing interview. Um, Ed, we will see you next time. And everybody, until next time, I'm Megan sitting here with Scott. We wish all of you intellectual prosperity. Good night. I'll give Ed some pews. Pew, 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 pew. pew. pew.